0: Happy 2017, everyone! Here we are! (laughs) Happy 2017. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? We are here again at the beginning of a new year. Can you believe it? I am going to continue to use the word believe, believe, believe throughout this entire show. Because in this brand new episode of Conscious Commentary, the 1st of 2017, we're going to be talking about changing our beliefs. Changing our beliefs in a brand new year, not just a brand new year, a brand new one year. Have you heard that term? It's a numerological term. I am not a numerologist, but I find it fascinating uh, to look at the significance of numbers particularly in dates, uh, and the vibration that they may in fact carry with them and what we can do, I suppose, to leverage the energy of a given number in order to consciously create our reality. I'm gonna get right into it. That's what we're talking about today. You know, I interviewed Sharon Milstein. I love her. She is a numerologist and a spiritual counselor. She's been at it for a long time, and we do our uh we've been doing for four years now an annual show on a forecast by the numbers and I was particularly looking forward to uh this year this is uh, this was our fourth year doing the show uh because we are indeed in a one year now, we did the show at the end of December. So technically, we were still in the nine year that we go by nine year cycles. And a lot of interesting things she had to say. One of the things I asked her, uh, I wanted to make sure that she zoned in on how the individual anyone listening to the show might use the energy of a given number, in this case, a one year, to help them along their way. And she said some Interesting things. I'm going to have you go and listen to that interview, which you can get right here on Higher Journeys, of co- or of course on our YouTube channel. But I, I, I wanted to kind of extend the contemplation on that idea and really think about that. You know, we every year. It's not just this particular one year. I, I would imagine this is an even bigger deal because it is the one year, new year. Um, but every year, you know, when you, you're hearing it in the news, you know, starting fresh with resolutions and being so anxious, and I think a lot of people are talking about good riddance to 2016. We've heard that before too, but for some reason it seems that 2016 was just chock full of challenges, and I I think it was not unlike other years. But yeah, there was a lot. So now more than ever, people are really really anxious to start uh, fresh. And I don't know how many people, particularly in the in the in the broader or larger audience, realize that it's not just a new year; it is a one year. New beginnings. That's what this is all about. But before I think we really can grasp that idea of what that means, I want us to really think about what we can do consciously to shift gears if it, uh, so to speak. I like the analogy of I like the driving analogy of getting in the driver's seat and shifting gears, but I also like the analogy for those of you that know I love to garden. I love the analogy of pulling up weeds in the soil, getting to the root of a problem, or in this case, getting to the root of a belief. That's what I want to use today in this, our, this analogy. This is about digging up those the roots of old beliefs that no longer serve us and replacing them with new seeds that will bring flowers and food that we can actually use. Beliefs to me are very powerful idea. Although I've spoken quite frequently about my idea on beliefs, in that beliefs to me are notions that we accept that imply doubt. And the reason why I say that, I just want to be clear about this. The reason why I say that is because beliefs are typically an idea that comes from outside of us. They are taught to us by somebody else, a parent, a teacher, some sort of authority figure, in some cases, our peers, we accept those beliefs. Now, in this case, I'm speaking more of beliefs that don't service or beliefs that just that just don't do anything for us. Those are ideas that have been given to us, that we obviously had the choice to decide whether we're going to accept or not, but they are still given from an outside source versus an inner sense. I always say, uh, belief versus knowing, seek to, to experience and you will never have to believe again. But I'm not going to pound that one too hard because I really want to just spend a few minutes talking about how do we first get in touch with our beliefs, become conscious of very fundamental ideas that we have about ourselves and our world and our circumstances. And again, using the the gardening analogy, You've got weeds in your garden and you want to get rid of them. But if you take clippers and you just clip them at the top, they're going to keep growing back. You know that. It's a very simple analogy. I I like, um, let's take a really tough weed. I don't know if you've ever grown mint. It's a wonderful plant, a medicinal plant as well as culinary. But it's also considered a weed because it grows and the, the root system is so uh tenacious, so strong. It's very difficult to get to where that root be- begins so you can pull it up. Let's look at some of the beliefs that we hold so close to us that are not serving us as that mint root or weed. So what do we need to do? And I'm going to try to go back and forth so you can understand where where I'm coming from here. Belief. Let's take a belief. I'm going to take an arbitrary belief that one might have a belief that they will never amount to anything in life, or they'll never amount to anything in their career ambition. First of all, and and sadly, that's a belief, although it's a very simplistic way of explaining of saying it that a lot of people have. But the first question is, let's say you have that belief but you're not really conscious of it. You just basically your circumstances are kind of dictating that that's what's happening. You're not getting anywhere in your job and you feel like you're not amounting to anything. Well, could it be that somehow that weed was planted and then you want to go in and clean it up? Well, first, the first thing I think you need to do is I get identify, start to reconnect with the weed. What is the weed? How would you do that? I would say simply get silent, close your eyes, take some deep breaths and start thinking about something that may be plaguing you and try to boil it down to a fundamental one sentence. And we're gonna take this example. I never amount to anything. I never get anywhere on my job. Is that the belief? Once you decide, yes, that's a belief. That's something that I, I I don't know that I came to grips with in that way before, but I think that's what it is. I think in silence, we can kind of bring it down to a compound idea. and And so let's say that's what it is. What do you do next? I think the only way you can get rid of a weed is to pull it up by the root. So in that same mode of silence, what we might do, what I'm suggesting we do is to trace the root system. Remember, we're talking about a mint weed. And if anyone's ever tried to pull up mint, that weed is wrapped around it's it's intertwined in the soil, and it may go for yards until eventually, you get to where it originated. And where it originated is who planted that? It wasn't me. I don't think I landed here on this planet Earth with that belief, unless you feel maybe you brought it from another lifetime, but that's another story. But let's say you were able to do a little investigative work and and figure out that it was maybe a teacher who maybe went met well. And that teacher would say to you something like, if you don't sit still and listen in class, you're never going to amount to anything. And they say it over and over and over again, because you're a child and you're in school and you're fidgeting and you're not paying attention. And that teacher would say that over and over and over again. And over time, the weed grows, the root system grows, as well as the weed above the soil, that would be you growing in age, and perhaps becoming the personification of what's underneath that surface, that root system. See, the teacher told you, if you don't sit down and be quiet and listen, you will never amount to anything. But what you get from that, the net that you get from it, is you will never amount to anything. It doesn't matter whether you're sitting still or not. That was the, the fundamental message. So now, not only have you been able to identify the fundamental belief system, you've identified where the root began. And now it's time to pull it up. And that's the great part. Again, going back to that analogy, I know how I feel when I'm pulling up a weed and it's like a string. It seems to go on forever and ever. And then eventually, if you trace it back far enough, you see the very, very beginnings of it. And then that's when you can yank it up out of the dirt. It's really a simple analogy, folks, but I think it's one worth contemplating. You know, I love to do that. Because again, we hear many times, if you want to change your life, you've got to change your mind. But if you're going to change your mind, you've got to change your beliefs. But you can't change your beliefs if you can't verbalize them. What is that compound belief system? And then, where did it come from? I guarantee you, if you give yourself the time to do a little investigative work and you know pull out the garden uh, trowel, get out into the soil and just start digging it up until you get to the beginning, you will be able to dig up the weed, throw it away, give it back to mother nature, throw it in the woods and and let her compost it. And then you can plant new seeds. It's an interesting thing. You know, I'm giving you a very simplistic analogy and I'm thinking as I'm saying this that beliefs come from all different directions You've got beliefs that are uh, somewhat conscious, semi-conscious, subconscious, unconscious. You have beliefs, and this is where it gets a little bit more complex, and we're not going to get into this right now, but beliefs that are planted subliminally by other sources like media, other messaging systems. They come from all angles levels. But that's okay. Because I think if you understand that, and you're cognizant of what you're believing, what you're absorbing, and making a connection with those things that you're believing and absorbing that are not serving you, you can go through this little exercise, I say again, in order to identify the belief and break it down to one, or boil it down, I should say to one sentence or one phrase or one idea, get quiet. And then trace it back. Here's something else you can do if you like the analogy of um, the dirt and the soil and the gardening. Now, I know for many of us, we're in winter season and it's cold and there is no garden to go out into. But for those of you around the world who may have that luxury at this time of year, January 2nd or 3rd, I should say, uh, by all means, do that. Take that action step. I think there's something quite powerful by playing out the analogy in order to shift reality. So you might go out into your garden and get the trowel and find a weed. I'm sure you'll find several <laughs> and start digging and, and, and pull. If it comes up easily, hey, maybe it's something that will pop into your consciousness and you'll be able to identify quicker. And, If it isn't, if it's difficult to pull out of the soil, could be that the belief system is buried so deep that you're really going to have to do some digging to get to it. It might be an interesting little thing to try. Hey, if you don't have a garden, access to a garden at this time of year, or don't have a garden period, maybe what you could do is take a pot of soil and put something in it. Put an old piece of a leaf or something, anything. Make the pot as big as you can, Plant the the uh, the weed or the leaf or whatever it is as deep as you can, and simply again go through that action step of digging. Get a little trowel and dig until you can get to the 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 problem, the root. I do think that there is something extraordinary extraordinarily powerful about taking action physically and playing out a scenario, something that's really part of our inner life by expressing it outwardly, because I think that will impact or shift the inner world. That's what I would do this new year. And not just hypothetically, that's what I am going to do this year, this new year, this one year. It's a brand new one year. And, and imagine if we can identify those beliefs or just pick one that we know is not serving us. And we're able to trace the root, trace it to the root and pull up that root. We're all set to begin a new nine-year cycle. And we're back in the driver's seat of creation. That's what this is all about for me. You can do this at any point in time, of course. But if in fact, in this 3D world that we live in, that time is so important. And there are these sort of demarcation points, at least here on on the physical plane, then we might as well use the energy of that to our advantage. 2017. You know how we get the one year, right? I'm sure most of you at this point know you simply add the two, zero obviously is zero, plus the one plus the seven. And you will get 10. Is that right? 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes. (laughs) And then you take the one and the zero and obviously eliminate the zero. That's where you get the one. That's how this works. We're in a one year. You know, it's interesting. I said to Sharon uh, Milstein, the numerologist that I just interviewed, uh, just reflecting on the last one year period we went through, which was 2008. We all know what happened there. Many of us do, of course, with the financial recession. But then what happened? There was a financial reset. Interesting, isn't it? However real that was. But it was a reset nonetheless, in a one year. I wonder if there's anything to that. Well, here we are again, time to reset. But before we do, let's dig up the weeds, get to the root, pull it up, toss it, and start with a brand new garden, ready to be planted with new fertile seeds. Get in the driver's seat, everyone. You create your own reality consciously. I think it's a powerful thing. Let me read a quote for you from uh, a body of work that inspired so much of my understanding. uh, And that's the work of Seth an entity channeled by Jane Roberts, many of you probably know that name. Here's a quote that I picked up that that will actually be included in the post that will accompany this little podcast. It says, you form your experience, you form your past, your present and your future. You are responsible for each daily moment, individually and en masse. En masse, your beliefs bring about the world conditions that you know. Individually, they form your intimate daily life. As I have told you before, in a manner of speaking, you are given the gift of the gods. Your beliefs become reality. What you believe is and becomes real in your experience. There are no other answers. There is no area in your life to which this does not apply. So there, so says Seth. happen to think there's something to it. So I say, let's get to it. And if you're going to believe in anything, believe that you're going to go out into that garden, (laughs) pull up that weed, plant new seeds, and make 2017 a real fresh start. Thanks, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, I am your host, Alexis Brooks.